Hello, everyone, and welcome to C-View Quantum Network. I'm your presenter, Daniel, and I'm here with producer Claudia Pareco. Our opening song features Reach for the Stars from Cyclone's new album, Showtime, available on all music stores and platforms. A moment of your time is one of the most extraordinary gifts we could ever be given. We are honored every time we've received a moment of your time. We are servants of the new age, the time of prophecy, the time of the ascending sixth sun. We are a platform for alchemists and multidimensional souls. We connect with many planes of reality and assist the awakening journey. We are pure light, transmitters of high vibrational light out into reality. Our shows are held on Fridays at 12 p.m. Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time. At any moment to participate on our shows, please call 805-830-8344 and press 1 to talk with the host. Call for free at 805-830-8344 and wait in line or you can use Take My Call. And for $11, you can jump the long list of callers. Do so at www.paypal.me slash P-U-R-E-C-O slash 11. And then please PM or email Claudia Pareco at cview1111 at gmail.com and include the phone number you'll be using to call the show. All of our podcasts are easily found in all social media and are available free, live, or on demand. To request a show, please write to Claudia Pareco at cview1111 at gmail.com or visit our website, cview1111.net. Now, let's listen to our host and topic of the day. Thank you, Danny. Welcome, everybody, to CView 2022. And thank you, Cyclone, for the introductory music. And you can visit Cyclone. He is actually having new albums and songs all over the Internet. So today we present Seeking Divinity Mini Psychic Readings with Sati Chappelle and always something else. Yes, you heard right. Every time we present Sati Chappelle to our show, we know she's going to do readings. We know she's going to do channeling. She's going to predict the future. She's going to teach us about tarot. She has so many things that she knows and that she willingly shares to the world that we cannot but feel happy and lucky today and i would invite you just to imagine imagine that we live a meaningful life that the world is perfect as it is and beauty surrounds all imagine blue skies and birds singing animals approaching in communion and understanding sharing their inner wisdom imagine streams of water singing their songs of awe, 
creation is anything but whole. Imagine that unison means one, and one includes all without extracting anything from it. That the design is perfect as it is, and that we can be in peace doing whatever our hearts desire. Imagine we are not required to be or do anything other than who we are, because we are enough. Imagine that we can rewrite the story and make all anew, a new narrative of magic and of understanding love which comes from deep inside our souls, breathing out effortlessly. Let's imagine. And with that, let's bring Sati Chappelle to the show. Remember, you can always contact Sati Chappelle individually for more in-depth readings. And to go to her website, seekingdivinity.com, Follow her on Facebook, on her page, Sati Chappelle, or Seeking Divinity. And Sati, welcome to your show. I'm so happy, happy to have you here. Hello, my dear. Hello, everyone listening today. Thank you so much for tuning in. I missed you guys last month. I really, truly did. I'm, I hope that you're doing much better and that everything is back into place. Yeah, I just, I had a migraine that day, and sometimes that happens. It's very rare, um, but, you know, every so often we all get something like that, and I woke up with it, and so I was kind of like, whoa, and that makes me very foggy, you know, and that's not a good thing for doing reading, right? (laughs) I guess not. You might (laughs) confuse my reading for someone else's, and we don't want that. (laughs) Right, exactly. You know, Claudia, I always find it so interesting when we come together to do these shows. First off, you and I have a beautiful rapport and and a lovely friendship um, off of this show. Like, it has developed over the course of having this show and working with you for a couple of years. But I notice oftentimes when we come on to the radio show, you'll say something that I'm like, preparing to say to people and it happens more often than not and so that connection between us is lovely but to me it speaks of um, the universe's guidance making sure that the message of the day is going to get through no matter what whether it's through you or through me or maybe through a caller um, it's going to get through. And I just, I absolutely love that synchronicity. And again, it happened today. So <laughs> I thought that was funny. I had to start by saying that. <clears throat> because one of the things that I wanted to do this morning um, before I took a, a caller is I wanted to kind of speak a little bit about this Russia stuff. Um, and I wanted to kind of talk about things that we can do. So um, do you mind if we kind of go there first? By all means, Sadie, let's go there. Thanks, honey. 
So thank you again, everyone, for tuning in today. I hope that you enjoy our show that we have today for you. Um, you know, all that is happening in in the Ukraine is, I think, on everybody's minds and hearts at this point in time. I find it interesting in a morbid kind of way that we have similar things happening with China and um, some of the outlying areas of China. It's definitely happening in a different way, um, thankfully, but it, it is still out there and taking place. And that tells me something. And we're going to talk about that in a moment. It has to do with patterns. And it has to do with redreaming the dream collectively. And that's something that Claudia was pointing to when she first started to uh, introduce me for the show today. So let's just look at Russia because I think that the main thing that everybody has on their mind with the situation with Russia, I know I have, I'm sure you have, is this question of the nukes. And, you know, is, 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 he, is he just bluffing? Is he, you know, in this major uh, uh, card game in his mind, this poker game in his mind, and he's just bluffing? He being, of course, um, in my family, we call him Uncle Putin. Um, Putin. But um, it comes across that absolutely no, he will not use the nukes. So, you know, I wanted to start with that because I think that in and of itself is going to allow everybody to take a deep breath. I don't know about you, but it felt kind of stifling like a couple of years ago when COVID hit and we had all of the stuff happening in the United States that was going on and the impending elections and everybody was on like high anxiety. And then all of a sudden we could breathe again. And here we are now in that same place. It's a pattern. It's a repeating pattern. And I'm going to talk about that for just a moment in just a moment. With regards to what is going on with this whole thing about the Russian invasion, I mean, because, you know, it kind of came out of the blue, even though he has been preparing for this for a long time. Um, Excuse me. I feel like he's preparing, been preparing for it for, you know, at least eight to ten years. (coughs) Excuse me. I misswallowed. I don't like that the breathing tube and the swallowing tube are like so close to each other, you know, it's just never good for me. But anyway, so I feel like he's been preparing for this for a really long time and he kind of tested the water on it about eight years ago. And about 10 years ago, he really started thinking that he needs to bring back into the fold all that was Mother Russia before. So, you know, I feel like all of the other areas that also were under Russian control at some point, um, some point being perhaps around the turn of the last century, like, you know, 1905-ish time frame, um, before the czars uh, ended their reign. I feel like he's trying to bring that back in. And, and that's kind of like a big view. Um, there always also seems to be this pattern on Earth 
where if there's going to be a war or a skirmish that's going to be started, it tends to be started in the winter. I don't know if anybody's noticed that besides me. I'm sure somebody has. But um, I find that, again, interesting in a morbid way because it really forces people to have to leave their homes and their security in the depths of winter, in the cold, and to try to forge out a new life somewhere um, or to flee in the middle of winter. I think that's really, like, rude personally, but also challenging for those that have to deal with it. There's so much involved in this situation. There's monetary things. There's power. There's ego. There's um, this concept of of world domination. There, <laughs> yeah, we're back to that. Isn't that a pattern, right? I mean, how many times has that happened on the earth where somebody was like, but I want to rule the world, and so they set about to try and do that, and here we are again. I know. It seems like we should be far more enlightened than this at this point in time. And, you know, I want to say that we are. This doesn't happen, you know, as often. I feel like people are wakening to the fact that this is just not the way of the future. Um, And especially if you're going to involve, even on a threat level, the concept of nukes, (laughs) there would be no future. So, you know, I mean, it's like, everybody has to kind of awaken to this and realize the game that's being played. And that brings me to us, us, you and I, you, dear listener, and I as one of the populace. If we look at this again on the overview picture, this person is one person. And, you know, he's he's wanting to... Uh, hold things over, in this case, nuclear and, uh, and possessive acquiring of other countries. Um, over 8 billion people, 1 to 8 billion. Oof. Well, that's some serious flexing of muscle. But we collectively have greater power than even this one person. And that was what Ms. Claudia was talking about when she first started the show. She was talking about dreaming a new dream. And, you know, when you have these patterns that are cyclical, that keep coming around over and over again, and we find ourselves in yet another variation, same idea, another variation, basically, it's not just that history is repeating. It's like, everybody, let's stop. Let's take a moment and try to glean what the lesson is from this. Try to learn that lesson so we can move forward and stop hitting the repeat button, right? Try to break the cycle. And, you know, at this point in time, I really want to say, Seriously, now there is more light coming into this world than we realize. And I know that can be hard to see sometimes, but there really is. And it's, it's even in this new moon time, it's almost overpowering. And I, I have to say it that way because, you know, the new moon is dark. 
Um, but yet there really is this great light that is shining into the world, and we collectively can make a choice. We can learn to be unrestricted by the traditional thinking of the past. A dictator wanting to take over the world, <laughs> that's so much traditional thinking. That's so much of the past, right? Time to just dump this stuff and move forward. So it's time for us all to create a positive transformation for ourselves, for our world, for our past posterity by dreaming a new dream. Like Claudia said, we can have a world with love and light and happiness by dreaming it so. Yeah, just putting our intention there, putting our energy into that intention by living as positively as we possibly can in our own lives and allowing that ripple effect to go out into the world and to transform from the bottom up. And yet it does feel like we're on the bottom of the pyramid. And at the moment, Putin's on the top of the pyramid. And I know that. And sometimes that can be daunting and it can feel really uncomfortable and scary sometimes. But again, we do have that power to dream the dream in a new way. So let's all collectively dream about love. In any war situation, love is the opposite and most powerful energy that we can pull into being. We can start to love ourselves more. We can start to love our neighbors more. We can start to love our, our four-legged friends more. We can start to love the earth more. We can start to really draw in that sense, that feeling, that power, that energy, that beauty that we know of and call love and send that out into the world. And we can pray that those in political positions of power start to work with more love, more compassion, more kindness. That's the new dream, right? We can actually reshape our destiny. And that was the phrase the guides gave me this morning. And I love that phrase, reshape our destiny. Isn't that fabulous? Reshape our destiny. Because, yeah, I know that patterns, and especially old patterns that we've done a million times, can be very comforting in one way. And it's bizarre to think of it that way. In this case, but it definitely can be that way, right? We can find this familiar comfortable, even if it's very uncomfortable in actuality. So let's dream this new dream together, shall we? And see what we can do. All right, my friend. Um, thank you so much for allowing me this opportunity to kind of yip-yap about this because I feel like, really, we can move mountains if we just work on it together. And we do. And we do. So let's start with the readings and let's start with um, reshaping the world together. And let's bring Amla. She's a Take My Call user and she is in Connecticut. Hello. Hey, I'm sorry I didn't hear her hear her say your name. Can can you say it for me please? Yes, it's Amala. Amala. Oh, I love that name. That's wonderful. 
Okay, Hi. Uh, what can I do for you today? Hi. Yes. Um, so I have a two-part question kind of thing. Um, I've been doing a lot of soul searching. We all have been, but it's, you know, the, the more you're awakening, and I know you can get this because your soul is consciousness and, and awakening and all that stuff. I could tell. I could feel it from you. You, you got that down, so to speak. And um, so I've been doing a lot of soul cleaning up. Um, and the more you're awakening, the more uh, open you are to, you know, the pure love, right? So, right. you know, I've cleaned up a lot of myself since December. And I, it's an ongoing thing. I understand that. But I really feel um, ready for connection in a relationship. And it's funny because I was looking for a therapist and I ran into one and I just feel really connected to him. Um, I wouldn't work with him, but I just was wondering what you feel for this person, or is it somebody else coming in? Well, it's hilarious because the the guides are saying the phrase natural intimacy to me, right? That there is this sense of natural intimacy um, with this person, and, and that means that it's like so easy and flowing and, you know, it's like breathing yeah. and breathing. I'll just like so really simple and comfortable and 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 lovely in that regard and and you know boy an effortless relationship let me tell you it, it means the world it changes yeah. one's reality and I think that is another phrase today that that we can really work with this this reshaping of destiny reshaping of our reality right so you yeah. know I understand that and um I would say that if you want to have any kind of relationship with this person, um, that you definitely do not want to put it on a uh, professional level. Because, exactly. Um, exactly. Yeah, yes. Your ethics and his ethics and all of that kind of stuff. Um, Absolutely. It's, it's so not in my DNA. I mean, I could never do that. And I just, it right. just caught me by, I have to say, it just really caught me by surprise because it was the first time and, um, what I just wanted to share is that, like, it's not because he's a therapist. You understand? I I could feel that he's been through some tough stuff himself. Him, he walked through a lot of fires, as I have. Um, and that doesn't mean you could, you know, togetherness that way. But I just feel like this ease, um, this rapport. It's just deeper. It's a deep soul thing going on. Yeah. Well, I think that's why the phrase "natural intimacy" was used. And, you know, yeah. I want to say that it would be a good fit. It would be a lovely fit. But I also want to say that there seems to be a person that is on and off again that is yes. in his So he is not quite done with that person. And that means that, you know, there may be a little bit of, of early conflict as decisions are made and, um, you know, opportunities are, are questioned. So, you know, okay. I, I would say that, um, you know, the, as long as all as you're all clear on that point, I think that from an ethics standpoint, you have the opportunity to say, well, you know, as long as, as the other person is clear that, that you are not in an exclusive relationship and you are all, you know, both looking outward to see what else is there, then we're good. But I think that you personally would want to have some verification of that because I feel yes. like 
you would that would that would eat at the back of your mind if you did not have verification. And so I would suggest getting that, and then it would be good. It would be really good because everything would be out in the open, and and there would be um, a, a greater sense of openness and calm between all three of you. So can I can I get this straight? Is is you're saying that the on and off person might come back or? Because I'm done with that on and off person. Well, that's hilarious. I wasn't speaking of you. I was speaking of him. <laughs> oh, my God. That is funny. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. I misinterpreted what you said. Okay. I understand. No worries. No worries. You know okay. what? I, I, I didn't say it clearly, so I'm really glad that you asked about it. But, no, I am not seeing anybody in your reality. Okay. So I would agree with you wholeheartedly that whomever it is that you thought I was talking about, that's done. <laughs> I'm yeah. speaking about him. Him. Okay. So are you saying that just get like the next time I meet him, just like kind of get it out in the open that I, I can't work with him anymore and just be honest about it or wait and see? I think that being honest is a really good idea because waiting puts you on the defensive and puts you in a a more perilous position because you will then be waiting. If you tell him honestly and he shoots you down, at least you know from the get-go and you can move on and say to the universe, hey, I loved this idea. Can we have something else like this, but one that will actually be available to me? You see? And so from there, you are literally reshaping the dream, reshaping the... Absolutely. Yes. Okay. So that was my gut instinct, actually, to do that, to just the next time. um, I thought I was misreading things. I kind of want to go through this session and maybe leave 15 minutes at at the end of the session to tell him I just wanted to just make like make sure that I'm not reading into something that you know that was my other little nerve the the, the nerve-wracking kind of thing is that am I seeing things is this like is it just you know my imagination kind of thing so um but like you said it's like it's a it's a intellectual intimacy that like it's just very connected and very um easy to talk to him. And I don't think it's because he's a therapist. I've been to a lot of therapy myself and I could tell the people who just walk their fires versus, you know, book smart speaking from what the knowledge that they've gained with their background, you know? Well, the only other thing I, um, I think I would like to mention to you is it would be better uh, only because you said this. And so I looked, um, it would be better if you were to speak with him First versus at the end of the session because okay. he will feel okay. very uncomfortable that you waited. If you arrive at the session and you say, hey, I need to get this out in the open and, you know, I think that maybe our time should not be used this way today um, and, you know, you have your integrity intact and don't plan on using it as a session, he will okay. flow with that better. Okay. That's great. Thank you. So, I mean, I'm just really, it's, he, op- he opened me up. It was really, it was really refreshing. 
even if it, you know, whatever it turns out to be, I'm not even worried about the outcome. It's just, it's really refreshing to just be me and, and, and feel like the other person isn't scared of it. Like, or they well, could be themselves. Yeah. I understand totally. Um, and, you know, I just want to say to you um, in conclusion that sometimes people come into our lives as a model of what it is that we can have or as a model of what it is that we really want or as a model showing us a different look at a, at a same old uh, question, right? And he is all of those things. And so it, that, you're absolutely right. It doesn't matter whether it's him or not because that's not the point. The point is yeah. a model. Exactly. And to learn and grow and to evolve. And I, I have definitely done so. It's like you meet the right people. There's no accidents. It's all divine timing. And they're all for your highest good. I really believe that. And I know you do too. So it's yes, just ma'am. thank you. Yeah. You're very amazing. welcome. You're very welcome. Thank you so much. Take good care. Thank you, Claudia. You're welcome. Thank you. Okay, so that's awesome. And now let's go to take my call user number two, Mary from North Carolina. Hi, Sati. Excuse me. I'm so grateful to be connected with you again. We've we've talked before on Claudia's show, and um, I'm very uh, grateful to be connected with you again. Um, you had told me um, to you that <clears throat> you uh, that there's going to be changes coming in my life, and I'm feeling that like like. I'm feeling a little bit anxious. Um, well, maybe that's not the right word. But anyway, um, I'm feeling that there is change coming. And I'm wondering if you can be more specific in telling me what kind of changes are coming. All right. Um, absolutely. You know, normally I, I think to myself, well, I probably would have done that because I don't normally just say something so vague that you know what maybe I just said it as an offhand remark and we moved on and then you went wait hold on wait a minute so yeah let me look at that for you Miss Mary thank you for calling back by the way I am happy to hear from you all righty so you know You've been going through a lot of evaluation trying to figure out um, what it is that you uh, really are looking for. And it's interesting to me because, you know, we can be looking for something and, and think it's a new house or think it's a new job or think it's a new relationship or think it's a whatever, right? Fill in the blank. And yet in that process of looking for things, for whatever that one thing is, we can see all of these other things, we can experience all of these other things and go, well, you know, I, I like that over there and, and I like the other thing over there. And no, I don't like that very much at all over there. And so, you know, it really starts to create this concept of clarity. What is it that I really want? Who is it that I am now? 
And so when I'm looking at your situation, I really feel like you have been going through a lot of change and you're still trying to kind of pin down, well, who am I now? <laughs> what do I want now? And so, you know, when I'm looking at this, I can say to you, yeah, it's about relationship. It falls in that category of relationship. But I need to be clear with this because it is not necessarily any rela one relation to one thing. This can be relationship in general, i.e. how you relate to your reality, how you relate to your money how you relate to your relationships that are already established, how you bring in new relationships and what those are, how you relate to things in the, in the workplace. I mean, all of these areas, and that is a big deal because I want to say that, Mary, yeah, you can pull in a new love relationship right now if that's what you want because you have the magnetism for it. You have the energy for it. It is um, up and available. And, and if that is something you're searching for or looking for, you know, this is a good time. But beyond that, my dear, I want to say to you, it is how you relate even to yourself. How you relate to everything is what these big changes are all about. So I would start to look at that were I in your position. And I would be asking myself, how do I relate to things now? What are my thoughts with these things now? What have I learned? What And, and like start to write it out, to chart it out. So in that process, you can become really super clear because, you know, sometimes we learn things, but it's kind of subconscious. And then when we write things down and we really look at it, it becomes really clear consciously. And that's when everything changes. Okay. Well, I, I have specific um, desires for what I want to happen in my life. I'm very, I'm, I have specific, um, but um, so pinpoint anything that's really going to change like financial or relationship or can you pinpoint anything specifically well like i said to you the relationship thing if you want to pull that in right now you could pull it in because you've got the energy and the magnetism and ability to do that so that's why i specifically highlighted relationship area because on a love relationship level you could totally bring in um the person that you would like to be with and enjoy be with so you know this if you're looking for a specific area, that would be one that I would so certainly focus on. But I'm also saying that it is in general how you relate to everything is starting to shift and change and to become more aware of that and how you want that to be, yeah? Does that help you or or, or am I missing something? <laughs> no, it helps. Um, um... I, I guess I, I'm, I'm unclear on how I can I can pull that relationship and what do I do? Visualize it or um, how do, how do uh, I create that? I see. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry. I understand now more of what you're thinking with regards to that. So, you know, when we have our magnetism amplified, the magnetism does the job for us, which is a wonderful thing. Um, insofar as kind of like a magnet, it, it gets anywhere near 
um, a metallic object that's going to pull it in naturally, right? So that's the beautiful thing is first off, <clears throat> you don't have to necessarily do anything. However, what I would recommend to you since you are asking me is I would recommend literally writing down what it is that you want in a love relationship down to the smallest detail and then put it aside for a couple of days or a week and then look at it again and go, oh, I, I thought I meant that, but no, actually, that's not quite true. This is what I meant instead. And scratch that one thing out and write something else in there that's more clear because that's how the clarity comes, right? And at the end of this time, when you feel like you have a really good map, a really good definition um, in multiple levels, in multiple ways of what it is that you really want on a love relationship level, then you send that to God. You send that to the divine. You send it out into the universe. You can do that by prayer. You can do that by putting it, you know, into some fire, um, like, a, you know, a fireplace or a, a grill even will do, a fire pit, I mean, you know. Um, you can write it on a really small piece of paper and put it in a candle. I mean, there's so many ways that you could do it. They have flash paper that you can put it, write it on, and then it literally will flash and be gone. Um, so, you know, there's ways that you can do it like that. I do recommend for you particularly working with fire because your brain understands that and sees it as more real than other ways. But I also would recommend doing it in prayer work because you also work very well with prayer. Does that help you? Does that make more sense? Uh, yes, that does. Thank you. You're so welcome. Thanks. And and you know what, then the only thing I would say is then just sit back and allow it to arise, right? Oh, and, okay. and, yeah. and let the universe work with your magnetism and bring it in. Okay, that sounds really good. Um, can you quickly tell me is my financial situation going to get any better? It is, but I'm going to tell you better is relative. So what I usually like to ask is by how much, and at this point in time, by 3%. And I know 3% doesn't sound like a lot, but it is better. So as we continue in through the year, it does get better and better from there. So it's, it's a, a slow rise, but in the immediate, it will get better 3%. Okay. You're so very welcome, Miss Mary. Thank you so much for calling again. Yes, thank you so much. Thank you as well. Okay, Sari. So now it's time for you to choose. You want to go to Georgia? You want to go to Philadelphia? You want to go to Washington or to California? Oh, my goodness. Those are all wonderful places to go to. But you know what? When you say to me, do you want to go to Georgia, that's where my oldest is, and I would love to see her. I would love to put my arms around her, so I would like to go to Georgia, please. <laughs> okay, so we're bringing Maddie to the show. They might not even be millionaires. Hello? Hello, Maddie? Maddie? Okay. Okay. She she sounds like she's busy. So sorry, we're 
going to California, Washington, or Philadelphia? Philadelphia would be great. Thank you. Okay. Jessica, are you ready? I am ready. <clears throat> I'm going to pull over just here. I was driving home listening, and I'm pulling over. So uh, thank you for taking my call. I love how you were just talking about the therapy thing because my question is a little bit related. Um, so I do healing work, and the work that I do is very deep, and I recently just had a client um, that is in therapy, and what I've been noticing is that um, I'll, I sometimes have clients that come to me that um, haven't really done any work on themselves, even though they've been in therapy, and um, the, the, the session that we have is good, but they're very hard on themselves, and then therefore they're not really, um, I guess, giving me the feedback that I desire, like the, the appreciation and the this and that. There's a lot of judgment going on. So I'm wondering how to handle this as far as to be attracting more of the right types of clients that I want. Okay. And also I, not, to get, not to get triggered by the judgmental thing or maybe they feel they didn't get as much out of it as I see that they clearly, what I was sharing, you know? So there's a couple right. of things going on there. I understand exactly. So yes. one of the things that I would like to say to you is that, you know, I do things very differently for different people. Um, I always read energy, but every so often I will toss a card while somebody's talking. And, you know, for you, when you were talking about this, the moon card came up. And um, the guides gave the message, peace in the darkness. <laughs> which is exactly what you're asking me for with regards to this. So I, I find that very interesting. So when we get done with this um, talk today, you can look up what the moon card means on a tarot level and see if it has any further information for you. Um, and that's just something that, you know, I offer to you. There's, there's two situations here. That, that is, what is yours and what is the client's? And that is really important to have to delineate in your mind. What is yours and what is the client's? What is your responsibility? What is their responsibility? Uh, what is your percentage of um, ability in a healing session? And what is their percentage of ability in a healing session? For example, you could find somebody that comes in that's not necessarily receptive and you have to go through all of these hoops and come in the back door and beat up a couple of guards in order to get the healing energy, you know, deposited where it needs to go. And that's a whole lot of effort just to get a simple job done, which means that if you give them 100% in that moment, they will probably come out with actually receiving about 20%, which then is that brings us back to the question of how much of the percentage of the healing is actually always yours. You have your integrity. You have your ability. You have your clarity that you need to work with and maintain. And then they have 
their receptivity, their ability to take what you offer and capitalize that on that, right, and to make the most out of it. And that is not your responsibility, of course. So, you know, there, there is a, a, I think, a mental line that you need to perhaps draw between what you can do for somebody and what they can accept. And then if you feel like you need the feedback of receptivity from the client, which is what I'm hearing you say in some measure, then you call for those clients that are going to be able to accept what you have to offer in as, as much as full as possible, in as large a percentage as possible, so that you can get the feedback that you need until such time as you don't need the feedback anymore. Because there's going to come a time when you will say, this is what I do and I'm very confident in what I do and whether I get the feedback or not is irrelevant because I put the energy out there, I do the job, I stay clear, I work with my integrity, I do all of these things and the client is going to be able to accept that and work with that or not and it no longer matters. And at that point in time, a really miraculous thing happens, actually. What happens is you'll find that when you let go of that need, that the universe will swoop right on in. And I like that word swoop because they will swoop. The universe will swoop right on in and will take care of all of that and the whole thing will smooth out. And it won't matter anymore. If somebody comes in and only can receive 20%, oh, my God, what a blessing, because they got 20%. And that's 20% more than what they had when they walked in the door. So it's a blessing. And maybe next time they come, they can accept 25% or 30 So you see how things start to then build upon itself. And the judgment no longer is on your side or their side. Does that make sense? Yes. So I logically know everything that you're saying, and I've been clarifying stuff. I've been journaling about it a lot. Um, right. What I notice within myself that I don't like that I still have, and it's much less than it was before, but I get uh, triggered myself that I get afraid right. that they're going to be unhappy and then they might dispute the charge. Like it always goes to that for me or they might talk negatively about me. So right. I, I haven't been able to flip that just yet that it's like, let's stop that pattern. Right. So that's what is going on for me. Okay, great. So here we've been talking about changing patterns this whole uh, session that we've all had together today since I started. For, for um, today, that's one of the things. Redream your reality, your destiny. Reshape it, remold it, right? So what you're telling me, honey, is that you have all of this on the mental level and maybe even on the energetic level, but the emotional level is lagging behind just a little bit, and that's okay. That, you know, I mean, boy, that's a hard one to kind of – get honestly you know having been in some form of healing business you know for 30 some odd years i can tell you that um you know that that little emotional charge <laughs> it, it can be tough to to move that being said right 
I want to say, sweetie, that the more you fear this situation, the more the opportunity arises for you to work it out. And that's a blessing, but it may not feel like that at the time because then the people that come in will do more of what you're fearing. So you see how that all works. And I, again, know you know this, right? But I'm reiterating it in a different way um, so that maybe you hear it in a little bit different way. So what you need to do is look at that seat of that fear, that root of that bottom line of that fear. And it has to do with being good enough, honey. It has to be for you specifically being good enough. And there is something inside with you in your heart or in your mind that questions whether you're good enough, whether you're doing the job right, whether you are enough to help these people move forward with their issues. And, you know, quite frankly, I want to say you are. I, I believe this heart and soul that you are. But whether this comes from past life or whether it comes from earlier in this life is irrelevant. I will tell you it comes from both places. But that's where the homework is at. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. I mean, I have definitely been, I sit with that over and over and over again, um, which I know it's just working the pattern. Um, Like my whole conclusion from this, as far as like going through the different stages, which I'm still in it right now, is that um, I was thinking, well, maybe if a client like that comes along, I wouldn't because a person has one session and then they're offered possibly to enter a program with me. So I was thinking maybe if you have a situation like that, that someone comes along like that, that you feel that you know the energy by now. I've had it in, in enough clients that I, I don't say, hey, why don't you start with one of my books first or something so that they can do some work on their own rather than me just straight out of the gate working with them. And um, I don't want to say torturing myself, but still going through whatever triggering that I have. I don't know if that's right or not, but that's sort of, I, I was like, I don't want, I'm not, I'm not struggling anymore in these relationships that I am giving so much. And I, I notice certain things pop up with me. So I was like, maybe just, I offered her a program, but if she comes back just to say, you know what, I thought about it, and I really think that it would be beneficial for you to start with a book. Okay, so I'm going to put this in a different language, and I think it will click for you. What you really want the person to do is take responsibility for their own healing first. And yes, yes, okay, they can do that through a book or they can do that in some other way. But what you want is you want them to take the responsibility for the healing first. And you can even frame it in the standpoint of, or from the standpoint of, you know, you will get a better bang for your buck if you do take responsibility for your own healing first. And that will help to alleviate some of the charge. And when I ask how much of the charge, 48%. Mm-hmm. of your charge, of your emotional mm-hmm. charge that will help to alleviate, right? So then you still have 52% left to play with on your own um, because there's more wrapped up in there. And, you know, 
love to offer Jessica some greater time to discuss this because I can see what's going on with you, but we don't have enough time to really discuss it in, in depth. And I would love to help you with this. So if you feel the urge, why don't you give me a call? I'll give you a discount. We can talk about it and, and look it over so that you can move on because that's the other thing I see about this. You're ready to move on. You're ready to mm -hmm. walk forward away from this charge. So, you know, whether it's with me or with somebody else, it's timely for you to do this. Okay? Mm -hmm. Yes. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. I always enjoy your readings. Thank you. Thank you. And, Thank you. Thank you and so don't much, come Jessica. back, Jessica. We'll give you information next. Don't come up, okay? Claudia, you were breaking up, honey. Are you there? Yes, I'm here. And, okay, so we have seven more minutes, and we have two people from Georgia, one people from Florida, one people from um, California, and I have a 630-401 number or 347. We have a lot of numbers and a lot of people waiting. So there's like 10 people. So what number do you want on the switchboard from 110? And I'll go Let's to do California. California? Yep, we'll do that next, and we'll try to get as many in as we can in the next uh, seven to ten minutes. Okay, so Wendy, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you very much, and I appreciate you taking my call. Um, I need to get employment right away uh, so that my sister and I can qualify to get into a new apartment, and... I made it to the next step. I got an email to do online testing at a very, very wonderful employer. It's, uh, uh, it's a, a medical company, and I would be uh, doing appointments for people on on my computer. And uh, I'm hoping it can turn into remote, but it's mandatory that I complete the testing. Uh, today and my computer will not do it. I talked to my sister Leslie, and um, I asked her to please let me use her computer so I can complete the testing. And will Leslie help me do uh, by allowing me to use her computer to do the testing today, and hopefully get hired at this company? The name of the company starts with a K. Okay, so thank you. That was that was great that you gave me Leslie's name and <clears throat> Kay. That's perfect. Okay, so let's talk about this for just a moment. Um, yeah, she'll let you use her computer, although she's going to give you a time limit. Um, but she will she will let you she'll she'll you know like a time limit like well you can do it between this time and this time, but I need it otherwise. Blah blah blah. blah. Um, the other thing is that. It's going to take a little while to not just go through the testing, but to go through the hiring process. All of that being said, I don't know what immediate means for you. It could mean tomorrow for the, the rental, or it could mean within the next two months. But I will say to you that it looks to me like you've got 10 days of going back and forth and back and forth before the hiring process actually starts. So that puts us then another 
seven to ten days out from that. And I do see that, you know, your your possibility for attaining this job is really, really good. Like it's really, really high. It would come down to you and maybe another person another person and a half. And I have to say it that way because there's not a half a person walking around in the world, but because that's how it shows up to me is that like, you know, you're a contender within these three people and one of them has half of an opportunity, another person has a whole opportunity and you have a whole opportunity. So it gives you a slight edge. It puts you somewhere around the number one, number two position, but it's going to take some time. So by the time everything is said and done, we're looking at closer to uh, April and more like that first week of April, so maybe somewhere around the 7th of April by the time everything would be said and done. And so if, you know, the rental stuff is immediate as in tomorrow, that deadline's not going to be met. Okay. And after the 7th of April, then it should be great. Well, and thank you for calling, Wendy. So now listen to this. We have Georgia, Florida, Wisconsin, Rhode Island, New York. Ooh, boy. Well, we already did Georgia. Um, so let's do um, let's do Wisconsin. So we are bringing Dion to the show. Hello, Dion. Hello. Hi. Hi, thanks for taking my call. I feel so lucky that you picked me. <laughs> You're welcome. It's your lucky day. Go get a lottery ticket. <laughs> <laughs> I will. Um, so here's my question. Um, about 10 years ago, I was involved with this guy. He was a customer of mine. I owned my own business, and everything was great. I did a lot of work with him. And then... We fell into like a romantic type of relationship and I don't know. I just, I really just didn't care for him. <laughs> like it just, it fell apart. Um, not a bad person, just wasn't a match or whatever. Now I am getting signs that he's kind of like creeping back around, but it's been like 10 years and I don't understand what the motivation with that is. <laughs> um just wanted to see what you were picking up. Yeah, I understand. So I think that you have always been on his mind and on his heart and, you know, not quite the one that got away, but the one that held great promise. Um, and so I think that in the back of his mind, he's always wondered, how are things going? Are you with somebody? Would you be interested? Blah, 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 that kind of thing. I also want to say he has done some growing during that time, and he feels like maybe um, he didn't have his best foot forward at the time or or there were circumstances that were making him not look so good or however you want to say that. So I think that he's coming back around for a couple of reasons, one being that he does really like you, really care for you, and is still interested in you, and the other being that he feels like he needs to have a little bit of of maybe vindication, like um, he needs to make a better impression that for whatever reason he does not want you to have um, a, a, a more negative impression of him. So, you know, when I look at this, 
I, the phrase that comes up is uh, innocence or ignorance, innocence or ignorance, right? And so it's like that's, that was kind of the whole question uh, during that time of, of the, the on and off relationship was, you know, is this a, is this a good thing? Am I, am I being innocent to the situation or am I being ignorant? Is he innocent or is he ignorant? That kind of situation, that kind of a question. So um, I think that question is still there. And I think that question could be answered. Um, and I think that, you know, it's up to you if you want to even go down that street to answer it. Is this something that's going to be a long-term relationship for you? No. Is it something that might answer a couple of questions? Yeah. So would it be something that would be um, clarifying to curiosity? Absolutely. Does that help? That's fair enough. Yeah, it does. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. You're very welcome. I hope you have a beautiful day. Thank you for calling. Okay, my friend. Are we done? Oh, we're done. I didn't realize we were. Are we over? Are we on time? We are a little over, but you want one more before we leave? Uh, Sure. If you you feel like that's available, if not, that's okay. Yeah, let's go with one more. Which one do you like? Rhode Island, Um, Florida, Georgia, Washington, Canada? I'll let you pick for me, sweetie. Okay, so let's go to Rhode Island. This is first time caller. Hello, Carrie, are you there? Hello, Carrie? Well, she doesn't want to be here, so I guess we're done then. Yes, we are. Well, I'm so glad because I really, in my mind, I was going back and forth between Rhode Island and Wisconsin. So I think that's, again, very serendipitous that you picked up on that and and worked with Rhode Island. Um, So thank you so much for hosting today. I had a lovely time. It was really great speaking with everybody. Thank you, Ms. Claudia. It was really good. And if they call you, can they get a little something? If someone still wants something from you, can they reach out to you? And sickendivinity.com, they can write to you and and ask Sati for their little something. And she always does. Right? Absolutely. And you know what? I think that what I'll do is for anybody who listened to today's call or was on today's call, um, you know, if you want a reading, I'll give you 25% off. But you have right. to call with at the end of the weekend. So let's say today, Saturday or Sunday, you have to email me um, off of my website before the end of the weekend with that 25% off. And, uh, yeah, that would be great. I would love that. Right. So go to SeekingDivinity.com. And thank you, Sadi, for being here today. And everybody have a wonderful weekend. Thank you so much, Miss Claudia. Blessings to everyone.